Thank you for all that you do, Miss Karen, and everybody serving. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Let's go to God's Word now. What, what, a, what, what powerful music today. I mean, as far as heart-wrenching and just get down to, oh, man. Amen. Say, whew, how many cried today? A little tear. Oh, look at that. Everybody, everyone up. Anyway, let's go with the message today. Let's see where, where we go. Amen. In a brand new series called Shine Your Light. Now, I need you to wake up. It could be me thinking you're sleeping, or it could be you. Let's not have it be you. How about that? Amen. Come on. Say shine your light with me. That was sleepy sounding. One more time. How much better. Amen. Appreciate that. Shine your light. A new series. You look at a Christmas tree. People don't want to put a Christmas tree down. There's always Christians wanting to put stuff down. Can't believe you do this. Can't believe you do that. I wish you'd shut up, okay? Okay? That's what I wish. Now you know how I feel. Okay? I mean, people will complain about a Christmas tree. Are you kidding me? Amen. When I see that Christmas tree, I see fantastic is what I see. Amen? I see a Christmas tree, all them Christmas trees. I see lights all over it. And when I see those lights, I think one of them is you. I see a Christmas tree as the body of Christ. And I see the star of the cross on the top as the Savior. And we're to let our light so shine and bring Him glory with our life. That's what I see. I don't know what you see. That's what I see. Maybe if you see something else, maybe you ought to change and see it this way. Amen. So, how can that not not be a good thing? Yes or no, amen? Come on. Is it in the Bible that we're to shine our light? Is that even somewhere in the Bible? I'd say it's in the Bible. So, won't we stick with the Bible? Amen? Let's do that. So, I think it's beautiful. You're the light of the world. Who said that? Take a wild guess. Jesus. That's right. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. You know what he's saying? He's saying, you know that's the truth. City upon a hill. There it is. You see it. Doesn't take much sense, does it? And look at this next one. Neither do men light a candle just so they can stick a basket over the top of it so you can't see it. Dumbest idea on the planet. Men don't light a candle and put it under a bushel, but they put it on a what? Put it on a candlestick so they can give light to all that are in the house. And then he said this incredible verse to you and me, to you and me, to his disciples, to us. Let's say it out loud. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Is it in the Bible? All right, so there you go. But we're to shine our light, guys. We're to shine our light. We're to shine our light. And uh, God created us in His image and His likeness. You might not know that. You might be like me, grow up in a home where you never heard that God created you. God created you in His image and and His likeness. You may have never heard that. See, I grew up not knowing that. See, I was told stuff like this. There was a big bang, bang, and a bunch of crap blew up. And you're part of the crap. And you know crap happens, so there you are. That's pretty much it. 
And you know, our, then we then we started this kind of teaching, this crazy teaching, about 200 years ago. It's about how long it's been around. And then we started shoving it down kids' throats in school. Because, see, these are smart people, and you're an idiot. And it's all a bunch of bull. Crap. Excuse my language. That's what it is. It's a lie. It's a lie of the devil, and it goes right at the heart of the gospel. Because if you're made in his image and his likeness, and you are, that is the gospel. God loves you so much because He made you in His image and His likeness. And though we sinned, and everybody was plunged into sin because of Adam's sin, He loved us still. But there was a separation between Him and Adam, and there's a separation between us and Him. And so God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him, in Jesus Christ, You'll never perish, but you'll have everlasting life. Because God created you in His image and His likeness. You see why I'm so adamant against evolution? Are you hearing me today or not? I'm adamant against it because it's contrary to God's Word, period. We're the dumbest people. I'm sorry if I'm coming across hard today, but you'll get over it. But listen, usually the first sentence in a book, it has some meaning, right? You don't want to throw away the first sentence in the book. You know what the first sentence in the Bible is? In the beginning, what? God created the heavens and said, I throw that away. And we follow blind people. And Jesus said, if you follow the blind and you'll be blind, you'll both be in a ditch. It's time that we wise up and we know who we are. I'm special. I'm creating God's image and His likeness. And what does that mean? What does that mean to be created in the image of God? Are you all okay so far? Okay. What does it mean to be created in God's image and God's likeness? Well, it's in His Word, and we're going to find out over the next few weeks what that means. And we're supposed to shine our light because at the essence of what that means, it means this. God put a little of Himself in every one of us. We've been made in the image and in the likeness of God. And we can say that, but, but look at it this way. God put some of himself in me. I mean, it almost sounds sacrilegious or something. Ah, oh, you can't say that. You're horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? But God did. God did. He didn't do that for monkeys. Didn't do that for dogs. Didn't do that for anybody except... God made man in his own image, in his own likeness. Now, what does that mean? We're going to look at it. But, guys, there's something that God put in me that's a part of him. He put a little bit of himself in me. And I know you're laughing right now, like, but you know he did. And I've got to give credit where credit's due. Kim and I went away to a marriage counseling. And we did that recently. We took a trip, got on a plane, flew, spent time together in a room where people could minister to us and help us. And one of the things they said 
and I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> but one of the things they said, they talked about your B list. Or just basically being your best. There's just some good, there's some things I'm just good at. You know what I mean? There's just some things I'm good at. And I wish you would think about yourself for just a minute. Think about something. God put something in you, some of himself in you. And it's who you are. You're good at it. It's just who you are. And I'll start with me. Y'all okay or not? The number one thing, a lot, a lot of people say a lot about me, unfortunately. But one of the things they say about me is I have a lot of energy. Energy. I'm 60. You know, but I still have energy. I have energy. I have, I am. I don't, I mean, I, I don't think I could go to church where I sit there bored to tears. I don't think I could do it. I don't want to be in a church that does that. You're not going to have me doing it. I know when I start doing that, it's time for me to go. Amen. But I have an energy, and people, they connect with that, and they like that. They say that about me. Well, where'd that come from? I didn't go to school to get it. Go to energy school. They say when I was a kid, I mean, I, you know, I was always fidgeting, always doing something. Alex is always buying me readers. He always has extra of those little readers in my desk, because when I'm talking to people, I'm always fidgeting with them, and I break them. Well, there went another pair. I mean, I am that way. I just have energy. And I think God gave me that energy. Or you can say, no, we've got to work with him. You've got too much energy. That's what we do in society today. We see somebody with some quirks, we call them, and we try to fix them. Maybe my quirk's a good thing, having energy. I think it is, and I own that. I claim that. I claim that as a gift from God. I'm glad I get up running in the morning. I like that. And God made me the way I am. Is that making sense to any of y'all or not? Well, here's something else I have. That, or that I am. I'm weird. How many would agree with that to a certain extent? You're a weird guy. You're a weird man. I'm weird. I'm weird. And she says, and we love it. Well, see, I'm weird. Where did I get weird from? You know, did you go to weird class or something? I don't know. I'm just weird. I make faces. I use uh, voice inflection. I mean, I do all kinds of stuff. I don't know where it comes from. No one taught me to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So are you trying to say God has energy and God is weird? I am trying to say that. He put something in me that made me different and unique and special. And and I could say other things, and you ought to look at yourself like that. Are y'all hearing me or not? He said, let your light so shine. He put a little light in every one of you. And he wants you to shine whose light? Your light. Not so you can say, look how much energy I have. Look how weird I am. Look how great I am. No, 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 no. So that your light can glorify Him. Does that make sense? This is a big deal, man. Being you. Finding you. Knowing you who you are. We say it this way. Feeling comfortable in your own skin. And stuff like that. What is that all about? 
Well, I just think it's huge, man. I think it's huge. Hey, Kim, how you doing back there? Tough message? Do you remember what you put on your B list? What was a couple of things that you put? Organized? I didn't put that on my list. Do you remember another one? Something that you are, that you think you're, that, that God put in you, that you're good at? Anything else? Creative, is that what you said? That's who you are. If anybody's ever had anything to do with my wife on any event, you would say she's organized. And you would also say she's creative in the things that she does. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. Come on. So you are. And you're more than that. And I'm more than what I said. But God put a little of himself in each and every one of us. And we're to let that light shine. Are you all okay with that? My heart's heavy today, Pastor, for you and your wife. You served the Lord together for over 40-something years in one church, correct? 41 years. And they've been married 58 years. Right there. Say what? It's December the 7th. Her birthday is December the 7th. And the two of them have been suffering silently as she has cancer. And it's getting hard as the road comes to the end down here. My heart's heavy for you. And I love you both. I just want you to know you're loved. And what you mean to me. They're old time conservative Baptist. And when you start a church like ours, a non-denominational church, I was that way. I was conservative in the Bible. And, and you know, people can think you're no good when you start a church like I do and don't put Baptist on it. Is that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. But you know what? You know what he did? You know what this man and his wife did for me? They're so solid in the Bible. They're so solid in the Word of God. The fact that you come week in and week out when you're sick even to hear me, that's given me the strength to keep going. You know, to know that I'm teaching God's Word. I'm doing the right thing. You're valuable. You're valuable. God put light in you to preach the gospel. She told me a little bit ago, she said, I love the way you preach. You encouraged me. You've been a bright light for the Lord. You hear me? And I love both of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Okay, and I don't mean to make it harder. I just want you to know you're loved. Amen? And if your congregation back home that you spent all those years with, they would be saying this to you. But you're here, and that's on us now. Amen? So thank you for being the light and continue to be the light that you are. And one thing, sweetie, that you've taught me is you wanted to live life to the full. You wanted to be able to enjoy every day you possibly could. And Jason, who we lost 
last week to go home to be with the Lord. He was the same way. He wanted to be with his family. He wanted to live every day. And, and right up to the end, he could. So our prayers are with you, and both of you, okay? And we love you. Can we say that out loud? We love you. We love you. Amen? Praise the Lord. Even what I did right there, a lot of people couldn't do. But God made me in a way where I can just talk to people. Are y'all catching what I'm saying today? Now, I know I'm I'm making it a little bit about me today because I'm the one giving the message. But you have that same light in you. I think of you, sweetie. I've told you before. You're an encourager. Do you know that? Do you think that's a light that God put in you? You use it in your writing. You don't write to tear down. When I see your writing, little comment. You know how some people on Facebook, you read their stuff and it's, it's negative? Say, you know you're not an encourager if you do that. She uses her words to bless. Who do you think put that in you? Jesus put it in her. Amen? So I guess that's what I'm talking about today, and I'm going to be talking about it over the next few weeks. So why don't we just go with it for now? I want to set it up. Are we okay? All right, let's go a little bit further. So shine your light. Amen. Let's show, let's show you the Scripture so you can know I'm not lying to you. Here we go. There's some Christmas trees, all that kind of stuff. We're created to be like Him. Say that with me. We're created to be like So no wonder Satan wants us to think we weren't created. If we ever find out we're created to be like him, the cat's out of the bag. Game on. Amen? And that's who we are in Christ. We're created to be like like the Lord. God made me to be like him. It's not talked about enough. It almost sounds weird, some weird theology. What are you talking about? Look at the Bible. And God said, let us, that's the Trinity, Make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Wasn't that pretty nice of him? And over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. And that's who man still is. That's who we are. Verse 27, say it out loud with me. So God created man in His own image, in the image of God, created He Him and them, both male and female. And the Lord God formed man, man, out of the dust of the ground. You're special. You're creating the image of God. Let your light shine. There's something inside of you. God loves you. He wants that to shine. He believes in you. Are you hearing me today? Good. I want to hear that. Good stuff, sweetie. And you know, since you spoke up. Thank you. Okay, you're letting my Thanksgiving desserts kind of settle. I want you to know between you, me, and the gatepost, my desserts never settle. There's always another one. You know what I'm saying? There's always another one. But you know, what would you say, sweetie? What do you think a light that God put in you? What's a light that God put in you? 
Yep. Yes. To talk to people. Mm. Boom, she's weird too. We got a few of them in the house. But you know, but she has a gift too. For years she uh, made the, the, the desserts down at Lock and Key for years and years and years and years and years. You have a gift to do that. That's a light that God put into you to cook things and to prepare things. And, and you get great joy out of giving things. And God, that's a gift from God. that God made you in His image. And you need to shine that. You hear me? And you're doing it, sweetie. That's good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. So the Lord God formed man and women, both of us, but He formed man out of the dust of the ground. He breathed into His nostrils the breath of life. Say it with me. And man became a living... That's who you are. You're made in the image of God. You're made in the likeness of God. God has put a little bit of His light in every one of you. That's why we're so strong on God's Word, against abortion. Did you hear me or not? Why? Because that is a life. That is a life that's being taken. Whether you believe it or not, it is. You, some of you need to throw some of your science and garbage and some of your beliefs in the garbage can. And just trust the Lord. I'm not saying everything, but good grief, when it's black and white in the Word of God, why don't you let the Word of God be the Word of God? And so I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to put my faith right there. That's just wisdom, man. That's wisdom. God wants you to be the light He's made you to be. Amen? So God created man as a picture of Himself. That's who we are. To be like Him or to be what? Similar to Him. That's God's call upon our life. So does that ever make you what? Incredibly valuable. I matter. So many of us don't believe we have a light in us because we've been molested, been raped. And I'm sorry. Sorry for that pain. You've been left like a dog. Made to feel like you were worthless or nothing. Tell them I said, hey, it's okay. Tell them the weirdo said, I. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You've got the longest ringer ever. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Amen, you're all right. You just cut it off. I know, you're doing great, sweetie. I talked to a young man the other day, spent time with him. And when his dad talks to him, he talks to him like he's dirt. Uses foul language and foul words to describe his son. And his son is just a bright, beautiful young man. And that boy is damaged because of the way his daddy's talked to him and treated him. And we are damaged people. And somebody needs to start telling us some truth. Amen? That I'm valuable, that I matter. That I have God's light. There's something in me that matters. And that can shine for the Lord. 
And it, there is something in every one of you. Miss Connie, how are you doing, sweetie? I don't normally talk to people like this in the message. But what would you say, Connie, is a little bit of light maybe the Lord put in you? Can you think of something? You're what? You like, to be, you like cooking. You like giving. You like to be an encouragement. You know what? I can validate that. That's who you are. I've known you many years. And never one time have you ever put me down. You've always smiled. And look, she says, I love you. Do you see the light of God in her? Do you see that? Guys, we got all of us have some of that. How are you doing, Pastor, over there? You agreeing with this message so far? I hope you do. Amen. Amen. Pastor Cooper, what would you say? A light, a little bit of light that God put in you that you feel good at. But it's just you. It's just something you can do that you feel good at. What would you think that might be, Pastor? You're a preacher. You're a preacher. So when you preach God's Word or teach God's Word, you, does it just come naturally for you? Do you enjoy it? Look at that. And that's a gift God put it. A little bit of Himself inside of you to share God's Word. Amen. Can we thank the Lord for Pastor Cooper and his wife here today? Miss Laney. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Different kind of message. I knew it would be, and I'm not going to be much longer. I did this in the first service, and I thought, I'm going to do it in the second service. I was going to preach the whole message in the first service, and I didn't, so I decided, well, I ain't going to do it in this one either. So man will be a picture of me, and he'll be like me, and we're almost done. We're almost done. Don't leave me. So you and I have been created to be like him, and the next couple of weeks we're going to learn more about that. But let's do one of them today. Let's say this scripture again. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Men don't light a candle, put it under a bushel, or hide it. They put it on a candlestick and it gives light into the whole house. That's what lights are for. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, but what? Glorify your Father which is in heaven. So you and I have been created to be like Him. So let's take one of them right quick. One of them. So what is God like? If I'm to be like God. If He put a light inside of me, and I'm to be like Him, I'm created to be like Him, then what is my God like? Say that with me. My God is... Now you need to say that again. Get it, get it down. My God is... And that's numero uno, guys. That's number one. God is love. He created us, put a light inside of us, put some of Himself inside of us. But who is God? The Bible says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. Did you see that? And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not, say it with me, knows not God. Last part, for, for God is love. That's who God is. The love chapter. A priest did not long ago ask you to let the Lord crawl up inside you and love through you. It's something you don't do one time. It's something you have to do often. Because He'll come alongside you, but He wants to get inside you. And He wants to love through you. That chapter says, Now abides faith, hope, and love. Say it with me if you know it. But the greatest of these is love. Why? Because faith is in God. 
Hope is in God, but love is God. So you've been created. When you look at the Christmas tree, you see the lights. You've been created to be like Him. Think about this week. Spend some time. What's the best part of me? Here's what the church has done for years. We get people in the church. And often, if we're not careful, we dress them up. We teach them a certain thing. We'll teach them standards and this and that and the other. But if we're not careful, we can miss them. Everybody's gifted. Everybody has something special. And we try to clone everybody in the church to be like me. We'd be a disaster if we did it that way here. You need to be you. Say that. I need to be me. Say it out loud. I need to be. One more time. I need to be. But you need to find. Now, if that me is cantankerous, and me sinful and mean-spirited and all that, that's how you need, to, you need to ask the Lord to help you. I'm talking about what is it that inside of you that you're good at? It, 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 just, it just goes, it's just who you are. It's your best. It's you just being your best. Miss Connie, how you doing, sweetie? You knew I was going to pick on you, didn't you? Did you think I might? Miss Connie, what would you say you think the Lord put in you and that you're just good at and you enjoy doing it and, and you think you do it good? What would you say? Loving my family and my friends. If anyone knows Miss Connie, she's the best at loving her family and the best at loving your friends. You make me feel like I'm your family. And look, she just blew me a kiss. But isn't it feel nice to do that, say? You don't have to strive at it, do you? I mean, you actually sort of enjoy it, don't you, sweetie? Isn't that a beautiful thing? Do you get my drift today? Am I acting like a crazy person, ladies? You understand where I'm coming from? Have you been before? I'm a weirdo, ain't I? <laughs> Poor lady on the front row. What's your name? Karen. Amen. Karen, I'm not going to pick on you too bad, but can you think of anything in you that you do that you just think is a good part of you and that you enjoy doing, that you like, that's part of the best you? When you're being your best, is that too much pressure? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Loving my family, and my friends, and being a helper in any way that I can. Does that sound like something God would want you to do? Isn't that nice? Isn't it? You see where this ain't cuckoo, is it? So, Miss Karen, I know we don't pick on first timers like that, but anyway, but I hope you feel at home enough and that we're not better than you. You see what I'm saying? And we're just with you today. And we're proud of you. Amen? Keep shining your light. Amen? As the Father have loved me, so I love you. Continue in my love. So God is love. So my question today is, are you loving? Are you loving? Do you love people? Do you love people? Whatever God has put inside of you, whether it's the weirdness, the energy, and several things that He's put inside of me, I should use those to let His love come through me. I should use those best things in my life to let God's love flow through me. Does that make any sense? Can He take a weirdo and love people, yes or no? He sure can. A guy told me today, out front, Doug, where are you at? You in the building, Doug? Douglas, architect, there you go. Hey, Doug, good to see you, buddy. You can be seated there, man. Thank you. 
But he, he told me that yesterday he was over at Boca Lupa in Port Charlotte, correct? Had his fellowship shirt on. Correct me if I'm wrong. You came up to me to encourage me to, sell, to tell me somebody saw your shirt. And tell me if I'm wrong. Did they say that they loved me? Boom! Now you heard it! What I'm saying is, you can be a weirdo like me, you can let the love of God flow through your life, and word will get out that you love people. And word will get out, and if you get lucky like I do, sometimes it will come back to you and you hear they love you back. I did that funeral this week for the officer and the sheriff's wife, Tara. She said, when I heard this, I asked my husband, who have you got to do the service for this officer? And he said, well, I've got Pastor Gary. And Tara had her arms around me at that service before it started. And she said, man, when he told me it was you, I knew it was all going to be okay. You know what that meant to me? For her to tell me that, to know that she had that kind of confidence in me, and and I didn't feel like it was going to be okay at all. I was a nervous wreck. But to just know that God can take a weirdo like me, and He can use me. So if He can use a weirdo like me, golly, you surely should be in good shape. Amen? God made us to be like Him. He made us to be a light. Jesus came as a light in a very dark place. And He said, the darkness comprehended me not. And they crucified Him and killed Him. Amen. But that's why He came. To die a ransom for you and me. And now He's told us, Go tell the world about me. I was dead, but now I live. Are you hearing me, church? Let's be that light this Christmas and all year long. Are y'all hearing me today? Would you work on finding that good part of you? Y'all going to help me try to do that this week? Maybe try to find that good part of you. Try not to be too critical of yourself. Try to find that thing that you think you're pretty good at and, you know, and say, Lord, how about you use that through my life? And whatever that good thing is, I want you to let love through, flow through that good thing, even if I'm a weirdo. Amen? Let's thank God for His Word. We quit. That's a crazy message. Amen. Come on. They're not all like this, by the way. Come on, let's stand on up. Thank you for being here today. Don't leave on me. I could jump off the stage. You never know what weirdos will do. <laughs> Amen. I've had people come to church here. They say, because we, we come here because we just never know what you're going to say. It's sort of fun. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Let's pray together. We're going to have communion out in front of the crosses. I know that's weird. Who came up with that idea? I did. I like it. We're outside. We're not that far from the car anyway, and the crosses are right there. Why not? Amen. It keeps the grape juice off the floor and the seats. Amen? That's in just a bit. Would you bow your heads with me? Lord, thank you for a good time today in your house. It's, it's, it's getting close to Christmas.
we've been through a hard time with the storm and losing people recently that we loved and others that are suffering with disease and struggle. And Lord, it felt nice, honestly, for me just to kick back a little today and just relax. But Lord, I, I did want to do it with a purpose in mind, and that is to, to show these people that you love, that you made in your image and in your likeness, that you think there's something special about them. And you put a part of you in every one of them. So Lord, I pray that all of us will try to search a little deeper, maybe through the hurt and the pain that's kept it covered, it's kept it buried. But Lord, you came to give us life and to give us life abundantly. It was Satan that came to steal and kill and destroy us. But you're for us, Lord. We're more than conquerors because of you. So I pray you'll help us as we look in and we find ourselves on that Christmas tree of lights. We want to shine bright for you. So help us, Lord, like you've helped me. You've helped me accept myself and embrace these crazy things, perhaps. Crazy to others, but not crazy to you. So help others today, I pray. In Jesus' name. And guys, finally, before we leave here, listen. God loves you. He created you in His image and His likeness. And you know it as well as I do. You're a sinner and I'm a sinner. We've all screwed up somewhere along the way. And God came to redeem us. He came to redeem us. He loves you that much. He made you in His image and His likeness. And Adam sinned. And the whole world fell into sin. And Jesus Christ came to save us and to give us everlasting life. That's why religion is no good. That's why other things are false religions. God had only one Son. He's the only one that could do this, and He did it. Would you put your faith in Him today? Not yourself, not a church, not a preacher. Would you humble yourself right now and say, Lord, I believe in you. I want you to live in my life and shine through me. Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that down in your heart? The Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus and believe in your heart, that's down deep in your gut, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. Can I lead you in a prayer where we do that right now? Many in the first hour did. How about you today? Here's the option. Leave here lost, not knowing when you die where you're going. Quit that. Stop today. Today is the day of your salvation. Today is the day I'm going to be saved. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Talk to Him. I ask You to forgive me. And Lord, I believe in You. I don't understand it all. But Lord, I do believe in You. I believe in you. I believe you did come to this earth. I believe you were born of a virgin. I believe you died on a cross for me, for my sins, not yours. I believe you rose from the dead. And I believe you love me. I believe I matter to you. I'm not garbage. And so, Lord, I'm crying out to you today, and I'm telling you, I believe in you. I'm not putting my faith in, in a person. I'm putting my faith in God, in Jesus. I'm not putting my faith in myself or a church. I'm going to say it again. I'm not doing that. 
putting my faith in you. You said if I did, you'd save me. So save me, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, how many would raise their hand and say, Pastor Gary, I'm flat not ashamed. I said that prayer with you. I meant it from the bottom of my heart. I flat out.